Hey everyone, I'm so excited to be here and to be on this journey of, you know, in season two, I'm interviewing some really powerful women and this next interview totally knocked my socks off. I was already just incredibly inspired and she's really helped me in ways that she didn't even know to expand what's possible. By getting to know this next guest, there was so much more to learn. And actually, one of the things that she shared helped me to start my morning this morning at 5 a.m. and already have a super productive day. So I think that this is going to be an incredibly impactful episode for you. So dive in. And if you love it, please share it and tag me on Instagram at Krista Rialba. And I'm so excited to hear how this impacts your life. Let's do this. All right. Hello, everybody. Krista Rialba here, and this is the Ambitious Mama podcast, and we are in season two, and we are diving in today to our second interview. And I am so excited to introduce you to someone who is local to me, who's inspired me in more ways than she even knows. And and she's inspiring so many people. So her her name is Megan Boshin. Did I say it right? You did. Okay. And you are the co-owner of Caffeine & Co. Yes, I am a real estate agent, and so much more. Loving mom, loving wife. What else do you do? What did I say? Oh my gosh. What do we do? What don't we do, (laughs) Krista? you're a decorator. Yes, I'm an interior designer by trade and passion. I you at the paint store today. Oh, well, anytime. (laughs) You call me anytime. We're so close in our town, right? We have that that beauty of being a small town and that uh, proximity to help one another at a just easily. So it's nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what do we do? We do what we do. And, um, uh, we, we just strive to be the best that we can be. And, um, most really, um, an early morning routine that has really opened up a window for me to, you know, explore and, um, enjoy like time to myself that's like totally devoted to me a couple hours every morning before Um, anybody's even awake that gives it's really changed my life to be honest okay early Um, morning routine so you actually cut out there for one quick second on my end that's okay but this is actually really like divinely timed advice that you're sharing because i'm craving an early morning routine i've seemed to have kind of lost mine i had it and then it kind of drifted away so tell us about your morning routine and then I'll dive into all the amazing things I want to ask you. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, no, that's great because I too, Krista was like an early morning person and that was like years and years ago. Um, and then life happens and I don't know, yes. we, our energies go to different things and we forget about ourselves. And I had been longing, like you're saying, like I, I want to I get up and anchor that special time in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just couldn't do it. Like the snooze button was there next to me and it was like so great and, and inviting yeah. because I could just, you know, 10 more minutes, 10 more minutes, <laughs> 10 more minutes became like an hour and a half yes. or two hours. And, um, 
And then the day would start in a big rush and you go about it and that was it. And that's fine. Um, so I too was craving it and I attracted what, um, the 5am club, somebody, somebody, um, had recommended this book to me and I didn't get it at first. And then one day I was walking through the bookstore and there it was on the shelf at eye level 5am club. I'm like, there it is. Um, and I picked it up and I remember the day I started was April 24th of like 2019 this year. Okay. And I never went back. I've been up, I get up at 4 a.m. actually. Now you're uh, every 4 day. See, next level, next yeah, level. Like every day because I can't wait to get up. But you need the, you need something like the book is like a great motivator and it gives you like tools and like real, like valid reasons to get up for yourself mm-hmm. and do it. Like, cause it, as a thought of it, isn't enough. No. Who wrote that book? Do you know? Yes. It's, um, I'm giving him a plug here. Uh, Robin Sharma. So he's Robin also the author Sharma. of the monk who sold his Ferrari. That was the first personal development book I ever read. Yeah. And I remember mm-hmm. giving it to someone I really looked up to like 20 something years ago, that book. Yeah. So that's cool. See, it's all coming together. It's here, all Krista. coming together. Okay. Yep. I love Robin Sharma. He's going to get me up. Yeah. Cause it's oh, like, is. the thing is, is we're like, as a mom. And that's really why I started this podcast because there are so many people out there who are just, just totally killing it in all the different things of entrepreneur, the entrepreneurial world. But when you are a mom and an entrepreneur, oh boy, that's it's true. another ball game. Cause as soon as those kids wake up and, and your business starts and the day starts, everyone wants a piece of you. Mm-hmm. All yeah. I mean, all you have to do is end. watch the show working moms. Have you watched working moms? I have not. Oh, oh man. It's like, it just puts it into, it's a Canadian show. It's okay, on Netflix right it. now. Um, um, it puts it in like, wow, perspective. These are working moms. They've had their kids. They've gone back to work. It's raw and ruthless for uh-huh. sure. But it's like, it's so true. And it's, it just shows. And I don't like to be like strongly feminist um, or, but it really shows in the work environment, the, uh, the divide between what a woman deals with and what a man has to deal with. Mm-hmm. And it, it is what it is, but I'll just say it's a great show. Yes. It <laughs> and is. you're okay. right. Like everything's tugging at us yeah. when we're trying to be in the, in the business world. So, yeah, you know, we learn like- to juggle. Yeah, we want to be a good wife and the most amazing mom at the the PAC meetings, which I told you about how that was going. Yes, yes, and we I've got yeah we're gonna get we're gonna get there. We're gonna dive in there. (laughs) Oh my gosh! Okay, so something you said to me the last time I seen you in person, and we had a little bit more of a conversation than we normally do because it's so busy at Caffeine and Co all the time. And you said, I shared a little bit, bit of an experience that I had and um, you spoke about energy and you said that you were, you know, coming in with a higher vib- vibration or vibrating yes. in a different way. And that can be threatening to some people. Sure. And when you said that, I was like, oh, Megan, we got to have more of a conversation because energy is, is everything. And we talk a lot about that you know, um, in the circles that I'm in and, you know, my mentor who got me on this path originally, and she always spoke about Krista, it's, it's energy is everything. And I never knew what she meant. And I had a roommate back in the day who understood, you know, creating, you know, attracting abundance 
more better than I did at that moment. And mm-hmm. she said, like, she was explaining how money was energy and everything was energy. And it's just, you know, over the last five years, it's really coming, everything's coming together. So what would you say in terms of that piece about like, is it all woo woo? Like, what does energy mean to you? <laughs> oh my gosh. F. Wow. You know, energy is what we are, right? We're just, we're energy slowed down into matter, into bodies. Mm-hmm. So, you know, to have this experience here um, with one another and it, like, I look at it as kind of a game. Um, it's fun. You gotta be light, literally mm-hmm. light and um, lighten up and have fun and, and joke. And, and so the energy aspect is really just understanding it is, it's kind of an illusion. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's meant to be fun and the purpose is to be happy. Mm-hmm. And, and when we, when you had said that to me, you do come into our, our place of business a lot. And, and you had mentioned like your, your experience at the, the teacher or the parent meeting. And we talked about energy. And what I mean by that is like, you come in with an, like, everybody knows, everybody knows how to read energy. They just don't know that they know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so when, when someone b- bumps in all bubbly and, and happy and excited and, and successful, mm-hmm. um, it, it's not always uh, received the way we think it should be received. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if they're not resonating at that level, it's, it can come, it can feel negative. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you might, you, you actually are feeling their energy too, because yeah. they're, they're seeing something that they may not have or understand, but they want. Mm-hmm. And the ego likes to confuse us and and make us think that that is a threat mm-hmm. to my existence. Yes. So, and really where, where I am right now, like it feels like that, but it's not. Um, and that's really what that, that is. Does that make sense? Makes total sense. Cause I feel and like I'm tripping over my words here. No, trying to explain it. Okay. Making, I mean, I'm hearing it very clearly and something that's already come up a few times on this podcast, and I've said it, and we and I've spoke about it with uh, the last person that I interviewed, is really in terms of manifesting, in terms of aligning. If we put it really, really simply, our job is to be joyful, just like you said. Joy is our job. Whatever yeah. we're looking to create, so we need to let go of all of the stuff, which, you know all of our egos are going to be triggered by different things. And it's like just keeping it light, like you said, so that that way we can be in harmony with what we're looking to create. Exactly. And, and then embracing every moment, mm-hmm. right? Knowing that this moment is all we have. Yeah. And so what am I doing with this moment to create the future that I want? Beautiful. Beautiful. So, yeah. And there's enough success and abundance and money and happiness and love for everyone right? Oh my gosh. Like <laughs> we have no idea. We, we aren't even able to grasp that because yeah. it's so wow. There's this infinite, everyone yep. can be abundant in every way. And I think it's really our, our divine right and our destiny. Yeah. yeah Cause everybody is abundant. We already have mm-hmm. everything like perfect yeah, happiness sure. is our divine right. Mm-hmm. It's just embracing the holy instant learning how to so that we can enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Letting the past go, right? Leaving the past. Yesterday's gone. 
an hour ago is gone. Mm -hmm. So right now, what am I doing? So what do you see in terms of like people who are often blocking themselves and you see it so clearly? Are there any common habits that you're seeing that are kind of, you can spot them so easily because you've already grew through it? Oh, absolutely. It's living in the past. Living in the past. So it's, it doesn't exist. So it, like if we're going to get into all the concepts of time and space, I mean, these are my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but simply put, like all we have is now. Yeah. So if, for instance, like yesterday somebody said something to you mm-hmm. that hurt your feelings, um, well, like the hard truth is that, so what? Mm-hmm. So what? Mm-hmm. It's over. All you have is right now. So what can Mm -hmm. I do right now to be happy? That's the only question you should ask. Not why would they say that to me? Why would they do that to me? No, the only thing you need to ask yourself right now, because it's the only time that's real, is what am I doing right now to make myself happy? Because ultimately when I'm happy, everyone's happy. Because that's like the, we're all one, right? Yes, and wouldn't consciousness so absolutely that's actually kind of a also that could be a definition of self-care for mm-hmm. women too because i think it's just literally asking yourself in the moment what do i need to feel good yeah but and most I, times women are afraid to say what do i need it's, what, do I need? what do they need what does the kids need are they hungry do they need a nap do they need a hug do they need other thirsty yeah. <laughs> like are you I need, like I need are hug. you thirsty am i thirsty right now <laughs> Exactly. Oh yeah, that's right. I'm thirsty. <laughs> Did I have enough water today? Yeah. Oh exactly. my gosh. It's true. And okay. It's, yep. So much stuff. Oh my God. Amazing. This is already an amazing start. And I didn't even touch on any of the questions. <laughs> well, let's get to it. Let's get down to it. Okay. So this is something that I recognize in you. Um, and I'm going to share how it's affected me already for those of you, for those listening who are not lucky enough to live in our beautiful town of Amherstburg. Um, so Megan and her partner, um, what is your partner's name? Uh, Mary? Yes. Mary yeah. Packinens. Yep. Amazing. I don't know her uh, at all other than to, to say hi. Yeah. Um, but one thing that I know about you and what you guys have created with, with Caffeine & Co. is we live in a really cute town for everyone who doesn't know. And you could have opened that cafe and done a quarter of the work that you guys did. And it would be amazing. But what you created, if I were to walk into the same establishment in Yorkville or in Paris or anywhere, I'd be like, wow. So for you guys to open up it up at such a... You just blew the, I don't even know, the roof off of what we would have expected in our town. And I was just so overwhelmingly grateful for you to bring that bigger vision with your cafe. Well, thank you. It's so beautiful. I know you hear this every single day, but it's so much more than just the aesthetics of it. I think it's so inspiring. I agree. You guys went the extra mile. So why Mm -hmm. did you do that? Well, I mean, to know, like Mary and I, we were great friends and um, uh, we have a passion, both of us for fashion and style and like my trade is interior design. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just like, I know for myself, getting into it, 
like we both had to agree at the beginning, if we're not going to do this wholeheartedly on mm-hmm. every level, we're not bothering to do it because it's a yeah. lot of work at the end mm-hmm. of the day. Yeah. Like I see you guys working the, hard. Yeah. Like from the inception to the planning, the years before we even opened of daily meetings and all the stuff we had to run around and do. Um, and then again, the real work starts when you like open the doors and, and it just goes on and on from there. But we just really, we live in the town, both of us, and we have standards, just like you said, you could go, mm-hmm. you could go to Paris or Yorkville or wherever in the world. And we've been, and we trust mm-hmm. me, our research, we went all over the world. Wow. And I'll tell you, we didn't find very few things that touched what we created. It's like there, we couldn't so find beautiful. much to inspire us is mm-hmm. in other words, what we're saying. So, yeah. um, we, we just said like, we live in this town and we want something here. So what would we want and what would we expect? And that's what we created. And we, I, I kept saying to people before it opened and I'm con- I was confident enough to say it. I said, because I've done, I've been in the, the bakery cafe business before. So I had like some business knowledge and the, the knowledge going in and, um, and I just, I knew like you, you, like I have the interior design experience. So my thing was telling people, you don't know what's coming. You don't <laughs> know what's coming. Confident. I'm like, <laughs> this is going to be great, but you, people don't realize they don't know what's coming. And you I was confident know. enough to say that because yeah. I knew what we were creating and I knew like it was full of passion and like we put everything into it because we wanted it to be somewhere we would want to go. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, we knew we were going to be here pretty much spending our days and nights. Um, and it had to be somewhere we wanted to be yes. like a second home for us. Oh, it's so amazing. Yeah. I just, that, that those first couple of weeks, it was just so incredible to be there and just hear the conversations. And they all sounded pretty much the same. Like, I feel like I'm in Paris. I feel like, Oh, I know. And it, it's surreal for me too, every day. It's you know, so having beautiful. people come up and still say that. And then seeing our regulars who come in every single day, just because they love, I mean, the vibe, the feeling, like the music is on, the baked goods mm-hmm. are out. And like, I don't go to bed at night without giving thanks mm-hmm. truly for my partner, Mary, for like our, our partners in, in the bakery with, with respect to like the teamwork with our mm-hmm. cookie lady, Sandy great. and, and yeah. Mike who tirelessly like bakes oh, and all of our staff who are so happy and cheerful and embrace like our our culture, that it's an experience that when people come in here, they, they need to be treated like they are the most special person that ever walked in here because that's beautiful. That's the most important thing. A place can look great and a place can have good, good food, uh, decent service. And that's just not going to cut it. Like it, it, you have to have everything. So, um, that was really our, our, yeah, it's the experience. And the most important thing is the customer and how they feel. Mm-hmm. So it, you know, the place may look great, but it's really how they feel that makes it, makes it a real experience. So that's what, what we went for. It's like, what do we want? And again, service everywhere you go. I'm always disappointed in service. I'm like, are you kidding me? Right. Exactly. That's all you've got. Like, that's all you've got. <laughs> that's all you've got. Like, this is going to be easy. Uh, this is going to be easy. Yeah. And so like, yeah, I guess like it's society kind of made like the standard for customer service really has gone downhill over the years. So it's, it's like bringing your best customer service doesn't take a lot to wow people to make them feel special. Yeah. So we are like, we're going to nail this because it, that is, 
that is crucial to me, mm -hmm. the customer experience. And that means the aesthetic, that means the, the food and the smells, the flavors, and like the experience goes right to the bathrooms. Like, oh, so yeah, I love your bathroom. In there, like they should feel like special because you know, yes. this bathroom is spotless because you're in it. Yes. Like oh, that's how God. far our culture goes to the point of welcome to our home. So and everyone needs to hop it. in a train or a plane and come to Caffeine & Co. <laughs> come and see us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a total experience. I can get some. Come and get some. I'll meet yep. you guys there. Um, so just kind of summarize that lesson there. Um, it brings me to a, a quote. I'm not sure who said it. Maybe you can help me. Um, but it's people won't remember what you said. They'll remember how you made them feel. I don't know who said that, but I love it. <laughs> right. So it's like, that's kind of the overall thing. See, again, back to the yeah. original kind of conversation of everything is energy. Yeah, it is. Right? So you, you raised the, the standard. You like literally like the whole building is like vibrating. You, that all of our little downtown little nook is come, come alive in a new way because it of is. the energy and the love and the joy and everything that you guys, you and Mary poured into there. So thank you again for that. Well, thank and you I, for your continued support. We, I'm going to be bringing, I have 15 women coming from across, um, actually Canada tomorrow. And so they'll be all be visiting you guys. Excellent. Um, so another, so in terms of another way that you really inspired me for raising the bar, for thinking bigger, for dreaming more, dreaming, dreaming even bigger than I could even imagine. So I grew up in Amherstburg, small town. Like I, I grew up on King street. So just right in the downtown core there. Okay. So mom and dad, you know, very, um, very humble, humble yeah. beginnings, uh, amazing family. But we, I never even considered wealth. Like I never even knew what that would even look, feel like, what that experience would be. So over the last, over my journey of entrepreneurship for the last, well, real entrepreneurship for the last 11 years, um, I've been able to think bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and to expand, which has been such an incredible personal development journey when you're thinking about wealth creation. So when we moved back from, so we, we were, Mike and I were in Toronto and we bought our very first house in Amherstburg. We weren't planning on moving to Amherstburg, but we found out we were expecting basically as soon as oh, we, nice. we were visiting my parents, we found out. So anyways, so we bought a little tiny little house in like the Monopoly area and we were in zero position to buy a home at that point because, you know, we lived in Toronto all of our adulthood. And uh, anyway, so I'm living in this tiny little house and Mike and I are not like um, outdoorsy kind of home, you know, we don't know how to keep care of a house or cut grass or anything at this point. So we hired um, a, someone to do our grass. And this guy I went to, I went to high school with him and he was cutting our grass. And then he said, he said, Hey, I'm going to Boblo to, uh, to go take care of a few of my clients. Do you want to come for a drive and to see some of the houses? And I was like, sure, I'll come for a drive to see the houses. <laughs> so uh, he actually brought me to your house and I didn't know who you were. And he, even if you said your name, I wouldn't have known who you yeah. were. And, and he's like, I have to show you a really special house. And he just was kind of like walking me kind of outside your property and just like showing me how amazing it was. And I was like, wow, like this is what's possible. And then meeting you all these years later and realizing that you live there, I was like, oh my God, that's so cool. 
that, like is, that it is it was a it's huge like synchronicity moment. right it's synchronicity <laughs> and it's just so cool I, so I love walking around you outside I'm not sure if you've seen me but <laughs> it's good you know what that's what I do things for I do things for everyone because that's what it is all about possibility and possibility. you know people did that for me too when I was young and tell me um, about that yeah what okay about being young or about like what like did you always like, were you wealthy growing up or did you have moments where you were able to see a bigger picture for yourself? Yeah, I grew up middle-class. I actually was born in Sarnia okay. and uh, my parents worked very hard, you know, earned good living, but no, they were, uh, they were very humble too. Like mm-hmm. you said, they didn't aspire for, for more than what they, I guess what they knew right. Mm-hmm. Um, what mm-hmm. they grew up in knowing and they were very comfortable, but I, I was born with, a desire for more. I mean, I had, I was born with, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, I like things a certain way and that's how it'll be. And if it's not, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Um, there, like I, I was a hands-on, very hands-on. If I wanted to like redecorate my room, I did it. I painted, I got the paint. I did it. My parents would just like kind of laugh and say, go to it. Um, if I wanted to build a sidewalk outside, I would order the gravel, get the equipment, wow. put down like a, uh, a, a flagstone sidewalk and the neighbors would be like scratching their head. Like, this is like I a teenager. That. Is that your daughter? Is that your teenager out there? Like, uh, doing that. And, and I did all the gardening, like I would wake up before school and I, I love to be in the garden, but mostly because I, I wanted things to be a certain way. Mm. And it was, um, it could have been like, who knows, mixed in with a little bit of control issues <laughs> along the way. Like we can all look at ourselves objectively here. And, um, but I just knew, and yes, I had people in my life, uh, who influenced me, who sh- who showed me that like, again, wow, like this is possible. Like you said, like I had an aunt who, who loved to collect antiques and she had the most amazing antique collection. And, and so she had wealth, like she showed me that, oh, wow, like this is possible. And like, Mm -hmm. so I I developed a love of things more like, uh, which I've grown out of actually, like that love of things and collecting like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm learning to declutter my life, but, and, and other, like a very close friend of mine, mother had great style that I just appreciated a very minimalist classic style. Their family actually owned a furniture store in Sarnia and they, I just, it stayed with me. I still have things in this home that are influenced from that. And uh-huh. I knew that's for me. That is for me. And I loved de- decorating and designing since I could. Um, and I went to school for it. And I went to Wayne State University and graduated, but it really like, it wasn't, I didn't need to go to school for it, but you, you know, you need the credentials in this world. So I did. And I love that. And that led me into real estate because I was decorating model homes uh, for a builder Mm -hmm. in the area. Now we're in Windsor now um, at this point. And I just could see realtors coming and going and selling and moving and shaking. And I'm like, hold on a second. And it was actually the developer that said, you know, you're, you should get your real estate license. And that was 20 years ago. And so I did. Amazing. Yeah. And do you like, do you concentrate mostly on Boblo Island right now or are you all over the place? No, I'm all over the place. It was because we lived here and after we had kids, I'm like, well, I want something close. I want something easy. 
Yeah. Um, so I, I focused over here for a bit, but it was just a little slow here. The market was slow. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I just like, but I've always been everywhere and I still, you know, I still been putting a deal together today actually. So, wow. you know, I keep, I keep busy with it and multiple it's streams. Good. It's good. Um, yeah. <laughs> but to answer your question really, Krista, uh, is that, yes, I always knew like the, there was no limit. I've never mm-hmm. ever felt a limit. There's no, and, and not a lot of thinking has ever gone into the things I do. It's like, this is what I want to do. I feel it. And you do it. And you I see do it. it. And you, you don't, you because don't question it. You just do it. No, that part of my brain, it was like very slow to the, <laughs> to the call. The, I can the relate logic to that. And the reasoning, <laughs> it's like, hold on, wait for me. <laughs> It's like too late. I've too late. There. You missed the train. Logical I mind. <laughs> I fell on my face. I got back up. I tried it again. Like, yeah. don't, don't bother with me. I, I don't have time to think or log- use logic or reason. Uh, okay. We have that in common. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's a good trait because you can talk really yourself is. out of anything. Oh, absolutely. And, um, you know, I'm married to someone who is so crazy intelligent. So like, he's the smartest person I've ever met in my life. That overthinking piece of his brain though, that's what, how we really complement each other because yes. he has it to the max, but he actually like thinks things through and sees what could go wrong. And, <laughs> yeah, and I'm I like, have one of those at home too. <laughs> I've already done it. I don't know what to tell you. Like, so yeah, like I said, <laughs> Hey, I fell on my face already. And I tried it. I've already figured that one out. Oh gosh. Well, they're still thinking about it. Yeah, exactly. So um, it, it's good. We all have our place. Absolutely. I just want to touch on one quick thing. And before we move on to the next kind of area there. So wealth is a funny thing where some people block themselves off to it because they'll say, oh, it could sound like, well, I would never want to live in a big house or, or I, you know, I don't need to have money, you know, to be happy. Or like they say things to kind of block themselves because they don't think that they're subconsciously, I think, we don't think that we're worthy of it. So we say we don't want it. So sure. Yeah. For, for it's all beliefs. Yeah. Right. So everyone for who's listening, I want you to think about that for a second. So Megan, you know, she, she didn't overthink it. She just like seen, you know, the beautiful, you know, wardrobe or the beautiful furniture or the beautiful whatever. And just like, that's that for me. Ultimately that's me. for me. So let's just all say that, like, that's for me. Yeah, that's you see for something me. you love, that's for me. Let's all just yeah. claim it. <laughs> Success is for me. Fame claim is it. for me. Money is for me. Yes. And it's really love just- Love is for me. Yeah, love. It, it's a collective belief that money is bad. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, so it's good. undoing the beliefs because it's just, they don't know any better. So it's mm-hmm. these kinds of things, Krista, that you do. That um, I do. I teach meditations at Om Yoga on Mondays. Um, I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah, at twelve thirty every Monday. Well, like aside from holidays and such, um, and it's based on the Course in Miracles, which is a what? book that, that I love. I studied that. Yes, so ah. I've studied it for many, many years. I I love I love to teach it, um, and so I do, and I have taught it for many years. Um, Coming on Monday. Yes. Oh, I can't wait. So it's, it's all just about undoing the past, leaving it there and um, uh, just letting go of the beliefs that mm-hmm. are blocking us. Cause that's all it is. And it's, there's nothing bad or wrong. It's just uh, an opportunity to become better because money, again, what is money? 
it's love energy. It's just, it's just an energy. It's the energy of love. Mm-hmm. So if you can, if you can embrace that when you're paying bills mm-hmm. or when you feel like you're having to give it up, it's like, how blessed am I to pay for this? That I'm able yes. to put gas in my car. Yes. Like, I can't tell you the times I go, I'm like, wow, like I am able to just drive to the gas station and put yeah. gas in my car. I'm so blessed today. It has yes. to come down to that, that level. Uh, forget the Louis Vuitton bags, you know, in the, mm-hmm. the, the mansions, it's, it has to come down to the, the, that level of, of understanding it. And as an energy, it's love. It's an exchange of love and gratitude. Oh my God. I love you so much more now that oh. I know all these things. Too. <laughs> yes. And I think, weren't we going to touch on something about the courage to be disliked? Oh yeah. That's next baby. <laughs> okay. So I'll tell the boss ladies out there. Sometimes we ruffle some feathers. Sometimes people don't like it when we are, when we own our leadership. So I wanted to ask Megan, she is the boss of Caffeine & Co. and also the boss of different aspects of her business and life. So Megan, what do you have to say about that? About like, ah, I don't want to be a, you know, I don't want people to think I'm bitchy. Yeah. Well, it's all about, it's tricky. It ultimately, when you're, when you're put in that position, it's basically like a mentoring position is how you have to look at it. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a combination of having the courage to be disliked. And then also uh, what's like staying grounded yourself in remembering that it's, 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 people don't want to be told what to do. They want to be like, you, you want to inspire people to want to do more mm-hmm. for you ultimately mm-hmm. as a boss. Cause that's what we need. We need people to work for us. Um, mm-hmm. And, and that's what it is having the courage to have the conversations you have to have with these amazing people who work for you, but who may need to learn something Yeah, because you are the boss. So guess what? You're the one that has to have that conversation. You're the one that has to go to bed at night and say, wow, I, you know, I got to talk to so-and-so about this and I'm not looking forward to it because I am afraid. Like, so you ultimately have to be fearless Yeah. because my husband taught me a great lesson when I had my first uh, ca- uh, cafe, mm-hmm. um, it w- which was Cafe Mondo at the outlet mall. Yeah. Um, I would be like, oh my gosh, what if she leaves me? Like, I can't, I can't lose so-and-so. And he looked at me and he's like, everybody is replaceable. Mm-hmm. So you have to um, know that there's always something better coming. It's, a, it's the old concept of one door closing, 10 more opening. If somebody's yeah. going to leave you, guess what? They're going to leave you. If mm-hmm. they don't like what you say, well, too bad. Mm-hmm. Like you're the one that is ultimately the boss. Yeah. And you know, I, I sometimes it gets me, believe me, it, it gets us a lot. I, I sometimes just take my I always grab my keys and I'm like, here you go. You can have the keys to this business if you want. Mm-hmm. It's yours. Then you'll understand mm-hmm. like what, what it is to run a business. Cause yeah. I'm just, I'm just doing my job. Like you're doing your job and I'm open to feedback. I, I love to look for mentors who, who in this industry, who, who can give me feedback about inspiring our staff. Mm. Um, and, and like I said, just, the reality is people don't understand what you're doing unless they've done it themselves. 
So Absolutely. You have, to, you have to have compassion too, because there will always be those people who are judging you just simply out of ignorance. They don't know. And that's okay. Yes. That's okay. That's a big one, right? It's being able okay. to understand where they come from that they don't know any better. Forgive them for they know not what they do. Yes, absolutely. I actually, um, the woman who taught me a lot in the business that I have right now, I called her like, you know, I, things didn't sink in until I was going through them myself. Right. So yeah. she would, you know, she would make decisions that I did not understand at that moment. And then, you know, six months later or a year later, I was in the same position and handling it the best that I could. And I, you know, I'm like, oh, that's what she was going through. Right. Exactly. Right. It's all experience, which like where wisdom comes from experience. And, and then we go, Oh geez, our parents weren't so bad. Oh yeah. That too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that too. Right. Oh gosh. That's ultimately what we are. Like the saying, it takes a village. Like when, when we hire people, it's like, they're my babies. Yeah. Like they're in my care and everything I do is affecting them Yeah, because I'm in that position of authority and you have to take that like very seriously because you just do. It's a reality. Mm-hmm. You've signed yeah. up for that. Yeah, absolutely. That's beautiful advice. Um, okay. So three quick more questions. If you're, okay. if you're good, if you're good for us, do it. Quick. I know we got to get our kiddos. <laughs> no, I'm good. But you and I doing it quick is not, doesn't it? Does, doesn't go together. They'll be like <laughs> the speed round. <laughs> yes. Let's do it. Ten oh my gosh. Left. Okay. So what does the word grit mean to you? Ooh. Okay. It means sticking to it, mm-hmm. uh, right through the heart. When you want to quit, because it's, that is that real time. There's a special moment. We know it. If you've given birth, there's that little window mm. where you're ready to give up. Yes. It's the time in your yoga practice when you can't go any further and anything you're doing and you go further, that's grit. You've got to dig deep to that place that you know is within you to go or otherwise, you know, it's, it's, it's over. You'll never get to that silver lining. It takes grit. I wish you could see me. I'm like grinning ear to ear right now. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Goosebumps everywhere, especially when you compare it to labor. Um, Okay. What is your why? So what drives you right now? Okay. So why? Like, why am I doing this? (sighs) Yeah. Like, what is your, what is your driving force? for all the things that you're like, all the ambition you have right now, what is driving you most? Oh boy. So, oh my gosh. Well, it, for me, it is enlightenment. I'll tell you my biggest driving force is is spiritual at Mm. this point, because I have reached the other goals. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I've realized that it doesn't matter how much money you make, how successful you are, how the world sees you or perceives you. Um, it's about how I feel inside. So ultimately it's what can I give because the greatest joy is in service. Mm -hmm. So my question every day is how can I serve this universe? What can I do? And I can do a lot. Like I've realized like I am the universe. So whatever I'm doing, I do for everyone. And that's a big responsibility because we like to think we're separate. We like to think even our thoughts are separate. Nope. I just realized it's way more than 10 words, but, <laughs> but the reality is it's collective. It's one. Um, so my why is 
isn't so much a why, but how do I make this a better world? How do I make people smile? How do I make it real and tangible? And how do I make them feel it? So when they leave, they got to come back, right? For a fill and not because the creme brulee cookies are the best thing in the world. It's because the, you know, they're going to get a feeling. And I take that with me everywhere. And when I oh. see anyone, how can I leave them better Yay! Oh, than I found God. them? You're like just hitting this out of the park. Like, oh my Aww. God, like, it feels so good. Isn't there something from A Course in Miracles? Um, where would you have me go? Like, oh, what would you have me do? What would you have me say? Father? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, oh my gosh. Prayer. It is. It's like you put your hand on your heart you know, before you roll out of bed or just when you sit up and it's like, just guide me, mm -hmm. guide my thoughts, my, my words and my deeds, and then release it, release it. And there's another great podcast, like another guy I like to follow mm -hmm. Dr. Joe Dispenza. Have you heard of him? Mm, I have, but I'm not following him. I'll, I'll oh my goodness. Uh, yeah. I'll send it to you. Um, it's just about opening your heart. Mm -hmm. And like some of the experiences people will feel. And I personally have also felt like you, the tears are running down your face and you, you can literally see like people climbing into your heart. Wow. Like, and it's just, it's open and it's full. And it's like, you embrace each day, like help me show like my heart, how to be noble and how to be brave. And, and, and then you just start the day and like, that's your purpose. That's your why. That's your how. How can I open my heart wow. bigger? And that's where wow. we're all stuck right there is the heart chakra. Wow, so, wow, wow. Yeah, it's good stuff. Oh, such good stuff. Yes. Oh my God. Okay, this is the last one. Okay. But I am like high vibing right now. I know, me too. <laughs> it is literally chemical. So we are high. So I am high. It's not the caffeine I'm drinking. No, it's all natural. <laughs> yes. Okay. Last question. I think, I think this might be simple, but who knows? Okay. So what is next for you? Oh, <laughs> that's so questions? good. It's so good because, well, this is what's next, Krista, because what I love is teaching. Um, and if I'm embracing what I teach, which is the holy instant is really all there is the now, mm -hmm. um, what I'm doing right now, like you said, we're, we're invigorated right now because you and I are doing what we love. We're talking to each other. We're, we're um, raising each other and anyone who's listening, you know, we're teaching the truth. And that's really what I want to do with my life and my future. That's what's next for me. I don't know I've, if I am writing a book, whether or not that book ever gets published, it doesn't matter to me. Um, but I'm doing it. Um, I, I like, this is my, this is my next really. I feel it like motivation, truth, teaching, um, because I know there's a huge need for it in myself. Mm -hmm. You know, I need the reminders every day and I am grateful for people like yourself who are out there pounding the pavement, being like super women and super woman. And I love like the Dr. Joe Dispenza, the Joel Osteens, the Robin mm -hmm. Sharmas, you know, my business partner, Mary, like that inspire me every day my husband, yes. my children to be a better version of myself. And that's my job too. So that's what I'm doing. That's my next. Oh, right I will now. be your this students. I will be, I'll <laughs> read your book. I'll Aww. plan a retreat. I'll be there. Cause yes. you just like, 
I was a, such a fan and now it's at a whole other level. Thank well, you. We just so might do something in the future. I have a feeling. <laughs> Megan, thank you, me. honestly, from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> oh, I know we've thank crossed you. paths so many times. We actually cross paths when um, your daughter came to my house for courtesy. Yes, I remember. I do. And that I was remember. when I was crazy enough to invite the entire class. <laughs> right. And you never did that again. Please I never did that ever again. If we had been friends back then. <laughs> I, I didn't know. I would have advised that's you. That's the ambitious that. mama right there. Yeah, the whole class. That's well, only fair. <laughs> what do we say? What do we say? We learn through experience. Yes. So it's all good. No, it's, it's wonderful. So yeah, we have been connecting for a long time. Yes. Thank right? The universe so has much. been prepping us. So it's been thank prepping you. us. So it's I will an see honor. You tomorrow, I'm sure, or the next day. Yes, I hope so. Thank you, Megan. Thank you so thank much. You. And to everyone Krista. who's listening, check the show notes so you can check out Caffeine and Co. and come and see Aww. us in Amherstburg. Come and see <laughs> us. We got smiles and good cookies. We do. Good vibes, good cookies. <laughs> All right. Bye, Megan. Okay. Thank you. Bye, Krista. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Okay, so what did you think? What were your takeaways? I want to hear from you guys. Tag me on stories, message me on Facebook, whatever. I want to hear from you. And make sure you are following this podcast on wherever you're listening because we have about, so far, I think there's six more interviews that are booked on my calendar. And we are just going to dive in deep. And if this interview and the last interview with Anna was any indication of how powerful this series is going to be, you better subscribe because I know I'm learning so much too. So thank you so, so much for being here and let's keep doing what we're doing and loving ourselves and just continuing to strive to be our best for everyone around us because the world needs us. Let's do this.